Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie filling in for the vacationing. WB, he is off this week, but I am the captain's chair this week delivering to you an all-new episode of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday on your favorite podcast location. We are available for you on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So go to either one of those podcast locations and download and listen to this episode or any previous episode of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We appreciate all the podcast listeners along with you, the radio listeners, as well. Listen to us on our far-flung Southern Race Week radio network so really appreciate you tuning in uh don't forget about the social media platforms you can follow us 24 7 on twitter at srw radio you can follow our fearless leader at wb radio network and you can follow yours truly on twitter at alfie underscore 19 and don't forget about the facebook page as well the southern Week radio facebook page which is available for you at facebook.com slash southern race week so like us follow us on twitter or on facebook and we always deliver to you the latest news in racing whether it's nascar nhra short tracks uh we got it all for you covered racing wise news and information on our twitter page as well as our facebook page as well so we're looking forward to another exciting episode of the southern race week radio show along with the podcast and we have some great, great guests coming up on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, in just a matter of moments, we'll be speaking with Jacqueline Drake, reporter for the Car Series, as she'll bring us up to date and give us the latest info on what's going on in the Cars Tour Series, and as well as wrap up all the action from this past weekend at Orange County Speedway. And then following that, we will speak with the president of Darlington Raceway, Carrie Tharp, as a Mother's Day weekend at Darlington Raceway, they'll be having the throwback weekend and also another race for Darlington to kick off the playoffs on Labor Day weekend. So we'll talk to, we'll talk to Kerry Tharp about the Mother's Day race here in just a matter of weeks and then also the race on Labor Day weekend. And then we'll also speak with driver for Roush Fenway Racing and the NASCAR Cup Series, Chris Busher as well. So we have another star-studded, jam-packed lineup for uh, Southern Race Week Radio this week. So really appreciate you tuning in, whether it's on the radio, whether it's on the podcast, uh, wherever it is, we really appreciate you listening in. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the great show we have coming up for you here today. Hey, it's Ron Caps, driver of the Napa Auto Parts Funny Car, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And as many of you know, we love to tackle the world of NASCAR, NHRA, Indy as well. But every now and then, we'd like to uh, give some props and shout-outs to the grassroots of racing, because those drivers have to start somewhere, and many of them start on the short track circuits around the United States of America. And in fact, this past weekend, the Cars Tour Series was in action at Orange County Speedway, and we are very honored and privileged to have you on the Food Depot Zoom line, one of the reporters and 
people on the ground covering all the action for the Cars Tour series. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Miss Jacqueline Drake. Yeah, come on. Miss Drake. I'm never going to get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Drake, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the podcast. And when we have a big deal guest on, we always like to welcome them in with a big, stale introduction. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time. This past weekend, you were a busy young lady. You were uh, covering the action for the Cars Tour series. Can you give us a little bit of a, a recap of uh, the events and all the action that took place this past weekend in the Cars Tour series? Oh, yeah. It definitely was a big weekend of racing. The old North State Nationals is one of the biggest events that we have all year long because uh, it's one of the biggest purses that we hand out. We are handing out $30,000 to the winner. It's uh, one of the biggest purses you can win ever in all of the United States, especially in short track racing, much less late model racing. So that being said, it was a very busy weekend. We had a uh, practice day on Friday. So I got down there Friday morning and got everything set up. And then Saturday, we were supposed to be having our qualifying races as well as some support division racing because we partnered with the Carolina Pro Series. However, we were dealing with some weather and uh, we moved all of those events to Sunday. So uh, it was a 6 a.m. wake-up call after a couple of fire alarms went off in the hotel the night before. So not too much sleep, uh, but showed up at the, at the oh, track on, on hold Sunday. On, hold on. <laughs> you said the fire alarm went off twice at your hotel? Yeah, twice. So uh, I guess that was Saturday night. It went off twice that I know of. Someone else said it went off three times, but I, I guess I slept through one of them. It was not a good night's rest by any means. So the early wake-up <laughs> call, get into the track. And, you know, one of the cool things that I, I kind of learned about the race is Bubba Pollard, who's one of the biggest names in the world of short track racing right now, actually made time to, to come out there. Bryce Carver, also another guest of the show, was, was out there at the track. So as you mentioned, $30,000 is a big purse, but also attracts a lot of the attention of some of the big names in, a, in the short track world. So how was it uh, like having Bubba Pollard and maybe some of these other guys coming out here to uh, participate in this great event. So Bubba Pollard, he, you know, he's known in the super late model world, and I love seeing him get into a late model stock and try something different. He's uh, very humble and knowing that he is nowhere near where he needs to be as far as, uh, you know, winning a late model stock race. But uh, he's so successful in a super, and is uh, I love how willing he is to try other new avenues and. Of course, you know, you put up money like that, you're going to have these bigger names. Steven Nassie was one of them that also joined a big super name that we saw. We also saw Trevor Knowles there. So these guys aren't close-minded to driving the late model stocks, although they may not be as powerful as the supers. But it's always cool to have them come and uh, be a part of it. And as you said, Bubba's not used to these type of events. What, what, was, what did you take away from his performance over the weekend? How did you think Bubba did? I think he did a good job. You know, he's with the Justin Johnson racing team and they've been strong right out of the gate with the win at Dillon Motor Speedway running that front. Caden Honeycutt's new with that team and he's been doing well. So I thought that, that Bubba did a really good job. Um, he's tried a couple of different teams now on the late mile stock side, but, you know, hats off to him for, you know, doing the best he can. And I think that we'll see him definitely doing more stock events coming up. I'm not sure if he's, you know, he, I don't think he's going to be like a regular because he has his own super program. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see him come out for some other 
big events. So as far as the racing over the weekend, what were some of the names that, that you saw that really jumped out at you as, as performing really well uh, this past weekend for you? Yeah, so Mike Looney. Let's talk about him. Obviously, Mike Looney has been around short track racing. He's one of the legends in the late model stock world. He's new to the Cars Tour this year. He's going to be running with us all season long. But he was the favorite right out of the gate. He was quick on Friday with the practice. Unfortunately, he didn't get the finish that he really needed. But it, was, it wasn't it was lack of effort or lack of speed. He was up front and just kind of got some damage to his car, which, you know, once you get damage to your car, it's kind of hard to recover when you get to the end of that race. It was a 200-lap race, one of the longest that we have. Uh, so he was one of them. Uh, obviously, you know, Josh Berry, I continue to hear the name. You, you know, you continue to hear him everywhere. Josh Berry was the winner of the race, and he was in close battling with another short track guy, been around forever, awesome family-owned team, Deke McCaskill. So Deke was running up there with Josh all race. And, uh, you know, the back quarter panel of Josh's car is proof that Deke was there every corner, every straightaway he could get to him. Uh, so those were some of the notables that kind of stood out for me. And then, of course, we had Lane Riggs. He's a local boy coming out of the Rougemont area. And uh, he was running pretty good until his hood decided to uh, come off. And, uh, you know, that kind of ended his day. But, the, you know, the guys that you see in the late mile stock world that continue to prove themselves or uh, they've been around for a while. Um, but they're, they always put on a good show and they're always fun to watch. Speaking with uh, Jacqueline Drake here on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, uh, one of the m many reporters that cover the Cars Tour series, discussing all the uh, action that happened uh, this past uh, weekend. And as far as the crowd out there, I know with the, the kind of as COVID is uh, starting to kind of decline a little bit, people are getting their vaccinations and their shots. How is the crowd? I mean, I know for a lot of people out there, having the crowd back at events makes everything just so much different. So for you personally to have mm -hmm. a crowd at the, at the, at the track and, and watching all this action as a reporter, how for you was that to see all the fans out and, and attending and supporting their drivers? So first off on the Cars Tour, we pre-sold the most tickets we've ever pre-sold in history for this event. Uh, we you know didn't sell out the whole event by any means because uh, there's still capacity limitations here in North Carolina. But I had several people come up to me and say, I'm so happy to be out and about. I'm happy to see other people. I'm glad. And the energy at Orange County is always great. The fans are super, uh, you know, they're, they're fun. They yell, they, they clap, they cheer. They are very involved in the racing action. I've, I'm going to be coming out with a vlog here in about a week. And I videotaped the crowd, you know, and they're cheering and, so it, it was great to see the fans and obviously great to get back there and, uh, you know, see everybody at Orange County because I know they, they missed us. We haven't been there in two years. And speaking of Orange County Speedway, this is a track that you're going to be making your return to racing in here in about a month or so. So as you're there at the track covering the event, in the back of your mind, where you're kind of thinking, man, pretty soon I'm going to be out here driving a car around this track with other people out here. So for you, how is it like to be there thinking about pot and, and, and just not that long a time from now being out there returning to the behind the wheel again? Oh, yes. Th thanks for asking. I was I was very nervous actually driving to the track for some reason on Friday. I, I don't know why I'm like, I'm not racing, but I was nervous to get back and just see it because, again, I haven't been there in a couple of years. 
I had did my live track walk on Facebook. I always did on race day with the cars tour and, uh, you know, mentally, I you know, I'm on task with my work, but in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm keeping notes. I'm noticing I, during the race itself, I recorded a few, uh, videos of Josh just in the corners on the straightaway, just to, you know, see kind of the line that he's running throughout different parts of the race and getting a good idea. So I was studying, I had my eyes open, I was studying and uh, just, you know, seeing kind of how the track was affecting the cars. And again, uh, try to keep the work at the forefront of the mind, but it's hard to, to focus, you know, when you know that you got something big coming up and you want to do well at it. And I can see like watching you here on the Zoom call, how excited you are. You got this big smile on, on your face as you describe getting back to behind the wheel at Orange County. So just really excited for you to have that opportunity. Um, real quickly before uh, we got a few minutes left here, as far as the Cars Tour Series, uh, where will be the next um, scheduled stop for you guys? And also, if our listeners want to kind of watch what's going on with the Cars Tour Series, is there anywhere they can go to watch the action when it does, when the next event does come up? Oh, yeah. We have uh, next events coming up. It's going to be Friday night racing at Ace Speedway. It's another North Carolina stop on the schedule, May 6th. And uh, it's kind of an interesting weekend because the Saturday following that, the Supers are going to be headed out to the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. So uh, if you want to see the late mile stocks, you come to Ace, or if you want to see the Supers, you go to Nashville the next day. But if you can't make it out, you can always watch all of it on carstour.tv or pitrow.tv. And yes, our good friend Lenny Patiki, good friend of the show as well, was out there working with you guys on the tour, on the, mm -hmm. on the event this past weekend. So always great. You, you know, Lenny Patiki is at your event, that it's obviously a big, big deal in the short track world. So uh, really great to see him working with you guys as well. So um, if our listeners want to keep up with you and your progress, what's going on with you, um, where can they follow you on social media to keep up with what's going on with the Cars Tours and also your work towards uh, getting back behind the wheel again here soon? Yeah, definitely. Head on over to the socials. I'm always on there ready to talk about some racing. You can follow me at uh, the one and only JKD or Jacqueline Drake on Facebook. So I uh, appreciate meeting new people online. I'm always open to it. Well, Jacqueline, we really appreciate the time you've taken to uh, join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the podcast. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road as you continue your progress towards getting back behind the wheel and uh, looking forward to seeing what's going on with the Car Tour Series as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me, as always. I'm Kelly Stavis, pit reporter for NASCAR on NBC, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie, continuing this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we are very honored and privileged to have our next guest here on the Food Depot Zoom line as he's zooming in from an undisclosed location in a bunker somewhere in the United States of America with some cool stuff in the background that I'm looking at right now. Let's welcome in the driver of the number 17 Ford Mustang for Roush Fenway Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Chris Busher! <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh, what's going on? Oh, Mr. Busher, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully everything is going good for you in your undisclosed bunker location somewhere in the United States of America. And uh, this is kind of the coolest things about doing Zoom interviews from time to time is I get to see stuff in their background that I think is very interesting. As I look behind you, you got some cool uh, helmets there. I see some checkered flags. Uh, real quickly, if you look at the items behind you, what of those items are you most proud of having there displayed for me to see? 
Well, um, uh, so I, I like the checkered flags probably more than trophies, honestly. I, I think that's one of the cooler things. So we got our Road America Arca flag, and uh, I just found those a, a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, they've just been curled up in the closet. We, uh, my wife and I moved, I guess, a couple of years ago now. We really haven't unpacked anything. So it's uh, kind of just a, a treasure hunt. When you go through boxes, you find cool old stuff. So I got my old uh, my Natterdays helmet from, uh, from a couple of years ago, and then one of my... Um, more plain unbranded helmets that we uh, we had off access to so i seem to to build up a helmet collection as well and try and uh donate those from time to time or, or give them to uh some buddies that are also racing and could use uh, a little bit of an upgrade into a nicer awry helmet so yeah it uh, it all works out now chris uh, you started your career with roush fenway racing you left you came back so what's it like to be back at roush fenway racing is it like coming back home for you because that's where everything get you know, that was your opportunity. That's where you first got your, your foot in the door. So how's it feel to be back with everyone at Roush Fenway Racing? Yeah, I think that's um that's actually a really good way to put it. It, it was a homecoming of sorts coming back over to uh, to this group that, you know, I, I, I knew so well. Um, had been around for, for a really long time since I was 16 years old. I, I've been around the shop and, and know so many people there. Uh, I worked in the shop for a handful of years as well, so... You, know, you feel like you uh, you have a lot of good relationships there and friendships that uh, it was cool to come back into and be be driving that cup car for uh, for Jack Roush, the, the guy that really gave me my break into professional auto racing. Right, I mean you you grow up racing as a kid in legends cars and uh, a little bit of late mile stuff, or you know people you you've met along the way and made some good friends that uh, that had some ASA trucks and you know whatever it was. But your your first break into um, you know, heading into professional auto sports was, was right here at Roush Fenway Racing. So it has been really nice to come back. Um, last year was a, a curveball thrown at the world, but for us it was, uh, I tell everyone now, it was more difficult than my rookie season. Uh, not having practice, not having qualifying, and coming back into, uh, back in the organization, but with a new team and, and really getting to know everything and trying to find our baseline every week was was the most difficult racing season I've had to date. So um, glad to be on the right uh, right track for this year. We uh, we took last year as a pretty large learning experience, and we've definitely been unloading a lot closer. Uh, our shop has made big progress on our cars through the off season, and we found more speed at a vast majority of these racetracks. So we um, we're, we're been in contention most uh, most weeks here. We're uh, we're fighting for a playoff spot every week right now. I know it's early to talk about that, but. We're, uh, we're in pretty good shape here. Speaking with Chris Busher here, the driver of number 17, a Ford Mustang for our Roush Fenway Racing here on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Now, here, our home base is Atlanta, and we're really excited that you guys are going to be coming twice this year to Atlanta Motor Speedway. You were just here in March. You'll be coming up here uh, in July to race. And I'm, I'm always curious about your thoughts on racing Atlanta Motor Speedway. I know there's a lot of talk about repaving the track, whether, you know, the track should be repaved or not. Uh, what are your thoughts on racing at Atlanta Motor Speedway? Uh, I love Atlanta. Um, I think that it's a, a place that has way too much character to to entertain uh, messing that up and, and putting new asphalt on it. So um, sometimes I wonder if we uh, if that conversation comes up just to stir it up a little bit and create a little <laughs> drama because I, I feel like I don't know any people that really want to pay repave Atlanta. I don't know anybody. So, are you talking about people in the media creating controversy, Mr. Busher? Now, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty uh, he heavy statement to put on our <laughs> listeners right now. I mean, I'm, I'm 
going out on a limb here. I know that's stretching it, but uh, so I, I wonder that because I love Atlanta. I, I like the way it is now. Um, it, it's been a good track for me. I've enjoyed going there since since race on the quarter mile and legends cars when I was a, a kid. So. Um, you know, for me, it's it's good the way it is. I know when it rains, the weepers are slow to dry, but are we really willing to to give up a, a good racetrack and a good racing surface to try and speed that process up a little bit? I mean, if it rains, we're delayed anyway. So, what? Well, um, I, I don't know. I don't understand that one in, in depth. But the first Atlanta was really good for us. Um, ran the top ten all day. Uh, was was one of our stronger showings this year. Uh, and one of our stronger intermediate tracks, um, probably aside from Homestead. So I'm really excited that we do get to come back to Atlanta. I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for us. And, um, you know, again, it's it's a fun race where it's got character. You can move around all over the place. And to me, it's it's one of the better mile and a halfs that, that we go to. Uh, before we let you go, uh, one last thing. We know you're a great race car driver. We know you're out there every week grinding in and out in the shop on the track. But during the off season, or when you, or when you guys have your off time, what do you do to kind of decompress? What what kind of things do you do to kind of maybe take your mind off of racing for a little bit and just enjoy the the benefits of your career and everything you've done with your your career? Um, most everything still involves wheels and a motor. Um, so <laughs> we uh, we spend a, a lot of our off weekends. Uh, we'll go go four wheeling up in the mountains in West Virginia. Go Hatfield McCoy Trail Systems. Um, We'll travel around a little bit with uh, with some razors. Um, got a couple projects at the house. I've got a, a 79 Bronco that's uh, in need of a, of a little oven and um, came across uh, my father-in-law and my wife surprised me uh, when I was, I think I was in Texas last year. And um, they ended up finding a, a 78 Ford F-350 crew cab. So they're getting pretty hard to find and it's, um, it's in, in need of a full restoration. So um, I, I like projects. Uh, it works perfect with Auto Tempest coming on board for this weekend. They're um, a search engine that really lets you go across all the different marketplace, Craigslist, Auto Trader, uh, really speeds up that process. So my wife's really going to hate me and, and hate that they're coming on board because it's going to lead to some really poor financial decisions. Uh, but it, hey, it, hey, you work hard for your money, man. You work hard, hard for your money. You know what? What are you gonna do with it? Sit around on it all day? Hey, it's made to be. Uh, it's made to be I mean, spent. You got to help the economy. That's it. Can't take it with you when you go. So there you go. Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, Mr. Busher, if our listeners want to follow you on social media and keep up with what's going on with you and your career and everything going on, uh, where can they go to find you on social media? Instagram's your best bet. Um, Chris underscore Busher. There, that's the one. I, I'm somewhat active on and then uh the other ones are, are a little bit hit and miss but we got uh got a facebook page and uh and twitter as well so um but for the most part i stay the most active on on instagram uh, i i'm not good enough at it to, to run across several different channels and keep up with all that so i try that's and stick right. that's okay the kids keep up with the instagram so you're you're good there right you go. there as long as you keep on the instagram you're you're good with the kids mr butcher thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on southern race week radio on the podcast as well uh good luck at the rest of the season and hopefully we'll catch up with you again down the road sounds like a plan i appreciate it hi this is winston kelly the executive director of the nascar hall of fame and you're listening to southern race week Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And coming up on Mother's Day weekend, which is going to be May 7th, 8th, and 9th, NASCAR will be returning to Darlington Raceway. That's right, the first of two races 
that are scheduled for Darlington in 2021, which is Mother's Day weekend and also Labor Day weekend. But the difference this year is that the throwback weekend for Darlington will be coming up on Mother's Day weekend as the trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series will all be in action. A triple header weekend for Darlington Raceway on Mother's Day weekend. And to break it all down for us and also talk about all the action activities going on at Darlington here in 2021, we welcome into the Food Depot Zoom line the president of Darlington Raceway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Kerry be back on again. I appreciate that intro. That's tough to be. Hey, well, we're here to uh, make our guests feel like they're a big deal because you are a very big deal, sir. You are the president of what I love to call the Wrigley Field of NASCAR. You are um, president of one of the most prestigious tracks on the NASCAR series with uh, Darlington. So before we get into talking about uh, what's going on with you at Darlington, let me ask you, what's it like being the president of one of the most prestigious tracks? I mean, going to work every day must be just an absolute thrill for you. Well, I, I, you know, it is. It's a, it's a real blessing to be here at Darlington. I've been in the state of South Carolina now since 1985. And so um, to be able to be uh, associated with an iconic venue like this, like you said, we are the Wrigley Field of NASCAR. It's something I'm very grateful for and uh, never take it for granted. And uh, excited the fact that we have two race events here in 2021. Uh, Very proud of what we were able to accomplish last year, you know, when we were able to bring racing back to this country and live sports for that matter, uh, when we hosted some races uh, last May. And so, uh, you know, just excited about the Mother's Day event. That's going to be our throwback weekend. And then, of course, excited, uh, as we always are, with the Southern 500 uh, on Labor Day. And that's going to lead off the Cup Series playoffs again. So a lot of great things happening here at Darlington. And, uh, you know, to, to be able to be, uh, uh, to come into the office every day is, is a true blessing. Now, for those fans who have never been to Darlington, and I've had the opportunity to go once, and i got to tell you, it, is, it was such an amazing visit and event for the throwback weekend, which is one of the coolest things about uh, the NASCAR season when you guys came back on the schedule is having this great uh, throwback weekend. So um, tell me, for, for, from your perspective, for someone who's never probably been to Darlington, explain to those people what's it like when you enter into the facility. Well, it's kind of taking a page out of history. Uh, you, you, you know, you come inside and, and uh, as I like to tell people, we're not the fanciest place. We're not the most modern place. But I think by, by, by all, all accounts, we're the coolest place uh, that you can go for a race event. And uh, certainly a lot of history and nostalgia uh, on the property. When you think about uh, the drivers and the teams that have competed here and won here, you think about David Pearson, you think about Dale Earnhardt, you think about uh, Cale Yarborough, you know, you think about Jeff Gordon, just all the greats that have won here at Darlington over the years. Uh, and, and, you know, we're one of the crown jewels on the, on the schedule. You know, everybody wants to win Daytona, and rightfully so. It's the biggest race on our schedule and always will be. But I think very, very close behind that is the Southern 500. And, you know, if you had a majors, if you had majors in stock car racing, we would be a major uh, without question. And so uh, it's, it's just really being able to, to experience history. Throwback weekend gives you that chance to kind of walk down memory lane and, and, and see a lot of the old paint schemes and see, uh, you know, a lot of the Hall, Hall of Famers and 
legends of our sport. And so it's just a great time for people to kind of reunite uh, and, and, you know, be able to celebrate the history of our sport. Speaking of Kerry Tharp here, the president of Darlington here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio uh, this week. And as you mentioned, you got two races uh, coming up this season. Now, as we're trying to get to some sort of normality, we've got, uh, you know, all the shots going on, uh, uh, everything going on. I try for, for people to get healthier. As far as attendance for your two events, is that still kind of up in the air? Or, you kinda, or do you have an idea of what you guys want to do for those two dates? Well, we know we're going to have fans at both events. And, and we think that our, our May event certainly will be limited still because of the pandemic. And, and, and we certainly understand that. But uh, we've got great support from the state of South Carolina, uh, great support from, from the leadership and, and the different public health agencies and, and so forth. And so we're continuing to work with them uh, to, and work with NASCAR with its uh, uh, COVID-19 protocols to determine a good, safe, healthy number. We're still working on that. Uh, but we're very, very confident that we'll have a, a limited crowd here in May and hopefully a bigger crowd uh, come September. Now, uh, for the two events that are coming up at Darlington, are tickets are available yet, or, or how can fans get a hold of tickets? I know, obviously, with a limited number of tickets, they're going to be going quickly, especially at a track like Darlington. So where can and, our listeners go to to get that? Absolutely. Yeah, tickets are on sale for both events. Uh, best place to go probably is DarlingtonRaceway.com. And uh, we have a, a great website there. You can navigate, get your ticket packages. We have something this year called the Stripe Club, which is a season ticket uh, package for our fans. If you want to get tickets for both race weekends, Mother's Day weekend and Labor Day weekend, you get like a 30% discount on those tickets. Uh, you get a special Darlington memento gift. And you get invited to some, you know, some special gatherings that uh, only Stripe Club members can be invited to. So uh, tickets are on sale. Uh, and and we certainly encourage all of our fans to, to buy tickets. We have uh, 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 all three national series will be here in our May event. We've got the trucks on Friday night, Xfinity series on Saturday afternoon, and then the uh, cup race on Mother's Day afternoon. So uh, very excited to have all three series here. But tickets uh, are available. The best place to go is DarlingtonRaceway.com. Mr. Tharp, if our uh, list, I know you guys have social media and things that, you know, where people can go get information as well. So I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to plug the social media sites where our listeners can go to to get continued updates and information on what's going on in Darlington. Absolutely. It's uh, at Darlington Raceway on our Twitter. Uh, we're very, very active there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that, that uh, we communicate very, very well with our fans. Certainly we have Darlington Raceway Facebook, Darlington Raceway Instagram uh that uh, that we're a part of and so uh i encourage our fans to to become followers uh of us on social media and you know once you become a follower uh then we'll lead you to to where you need to go so uh certainly uh, follow us on social media get on our website and uh, check out all the exciting things that we have going on here in 2021. Kerry Tharp president of uh, Darlington Mr. Tharp thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. We'll hopefully talk to you again down the road again, my friend, and uh, look forward to seeing all the action on Mother's Day weekend and uh, Labor Day weekend at Darlington. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Alfred. Hey, this is Mike Bagley of Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. You, my friends, are listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Salfie filling in for the vacationing WB this week, and he will be off next week as well so i'll be back in the captain's chair next week to deliver to you another brand new week's edition of southern race week radio once again we want to thank our great guest for coming on the program this week jacqueline drake carrie tharp 
as well as Chris Busher. We really appreciate those fun guests taking the time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. And uh, don't forget, you can follow us anytime on our social media platforms. You can follow the show on Twitter at SRW Radio. And don't forget, you can follow our fearless leader anytime at WB Radio Network. And you can follow yours truly at Alfie underscore 19. We also got the Facebook page as well. So check us out and follow us and like us at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And you get all the latest racing news, whether it's NASCAR, NHRA, Indy, and the short track version, all that news and information. Uh, you can follow us there on the Twitter page or on the Facebook page as well to keep up with the latest in racing news and information. And also don't forget about our email address. Drop me an email anytime. If you're a driver up and coming, or maybe you want to get some publicity out there for some of our radio listeners or podcast listeners, you can always email me at srwradio at yahoo.com. And also the Sunrise Week Radio podcast, which is available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, as well as SoundCloud. So you can listen to this week's episode or any of our previous week's episodes of Southern Race Week Radio and listen to all the great interviews and content that we provide for you every single week here on the Southern Race Week Radio Network as well as the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. So uh, once again, thank you so much for taking time to tune in and join us this week. As I mentioned, we'll be back again next week with another brand new episode of Southern Race Week Radio. So enjoy your weekend, please. Enjoy your time at any short track or track in the area, and we'll talk to you again next week. Oh, 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 o